Gregorian chant, the soul of sacred music, and the body of the music you'll hear on our program, Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings, on listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AME 20, and streaming live on stgabrielradio.com. Of the Catholic Church's seven sacraments, the wonderfully healing and liberating sacrament of reconciliation is one of the most important. It's also perhaps the most misunderstood by people of other faiths. For many centuries, the sacrament of reconciliation was called the sacrament of penance or confession, words that may intimidate some folks, but remain in wide usage among today's Catholics. Personally, I think it both ironic and sad that although the sacrament of reconciliation clearly demonstrates God's love, mercy, compassion, and forgiveness, some folks nevertheless think that confession is intrusive and unnecessary. In fact, many recoil at the thought of confessing their sins to another human being. Very often opponents of reconciliation will ask, where does it say in the Bible that I have to confess my sins to another person? Actually, the sacrament has a very strong and clear basis in the Bible, in the words of Christ himself, as well as the teachings and writings of his followers. The most forceful and explicit statement made by our Lord about confession is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 20. We read that the resurrected Christ came and stood in the midst of the apostles. He said to them, Peace be to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you shall forgive, they are forgiven them, and whose sins you shall retain, they are retained.
heart of Jesus, and we fly to thy patronage, O Holy Mother of God, from the CD, The Hearts of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, at Ephesus, by the Benedictines of Mary, Queen of Apostles. In Matthew chapter 16, after calling Peter the rock on which he would build his church, Jesus says, I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The earliest church fathers knew that this statement by Christ encompassed all the doctrines and practices of the faith, including the ministry of reconciliation. Jesus sent his disciples to baptize throughout Judea, and they too undoubtedly heard the confessions of sinners as they traveled from village to village. The power Jesus gave to his apostles to forgive sins has been handed down through the centuries to the bishops and priests of our day. Obviously, confessions must be made orally, because priests are not mind readers. They need to hear your sins in order to give you counsel and a suitable penance. Humiliating? A little, perhaps. But isn't humiliation good for the soul? And, as St. Padre Pio pointed out, if you have the courage to imitate Mary Magdalene in her sins, have the courage to imitate her penance.
Thou, Trinity in unity, ruler of all things, and O Saving Victim, from the album Ave Maria, by the boys of St. Paul's Choir School. You're listening to Sacred Soundings, a production of St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AMA 20, and our topic is the Sacrament of Reconciliation. There's another question non-Catholics commonly ask about reconciliation. Why do I have to go through a priest when I can just confess my sins directly to God and ask His forgiveness? One obvious response to that question is, if you confess your sins directly to God, how can you be sure He's forgiven you? And might you not commit the sin of presumption? Moreover, confessing your sins to a priest is what God told you He wants you to do. Nowhere does Scripture say, confess your sins directly to God and only to God. On the contrary, in addition to the biblical passages mentioned earlier, God tells us in the book of James, chapter 5, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Reconciliation is far more than a prayer of atonement. It's an encounter, a healing encounter between God and the penitent. We have certainty that our sins are wiped away by hearing the ordained priest's words of absolution, and we hear words of counsel and encouragement to help us overcome our faults. Finally, keep in mind that when we sin, we not only damage our relationship with God, we wound the body of Christ, the community our Lord has commissioned us to serve. With a priest, ordained in the name of Jesus Christ and serving as the representative of the community, the sacrament of reconciliation not only reconciles the sinner with God, but with the entire church, including you and me.
sacred banquet, blessed are those who die in the Lord, and a wonderful hope. From the CD Gaudiamus, by the Scola Cantorum of the Dominican House of Studies in Washington. We've all heard that confession is good for the soul, but that's not the only benefit. It's also good for the health of mind and body, because it relieves stress and guilt, and as I said before, it helps heal the body of Christ. In closing, I would encourage any Catholic who needs to go to confession not to put it off another day and to take to heart a profoundly simple prayer by St. Augustine who not only confessed his sins but shared them with the world in his masterwork, Confessions, the first autobiographical book in Western literature. After his conversion, Augustine prayed, In failing to confess, Lord, I would only hide you from myself not myself, from you. I'm Al Romano, your host for Sacred Soundings on St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AMA 20. Join us Wednesdays at noon and Sundays at 9.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. for more Sacred Soundings, music to deepen your faith beyond measure.